0: Welcome to Sharing the Word. I'm your host, Dr. Driver. Humble thyself in the sight of the Lord, and He will lift you up. Thank you again for tuning in to watch Sharing the Word on this Now Network, as well as on Galilee TV, that's G A L A L E E TV. Both the Now Network and Galilee TV are on ROCO uh, as well as on any online streaming uh, URL or network. Uh, I want to thank everyone who's been watching. Uh, I look forward to getting more uh, messages and emails commenting about our program and how God has blessed you and enriched you as you listen to uh, these messages, you can email us at sharingtheword.tv or tldmevangelisticmedianetwork.com. Uh, just click and send a message. Uh, love to hear from you. Now today in the message, we're gonna cover uh, Psalm 55. And the reason why I wanna wanna teach on Psalm 55 is because, as I said in previous messages, it's hard to separate reality of what's going on to the things that we experience on a spiritual level. Meaning life, life happens, life continues. And I know, I know, my friends, I know. It's crazy out there. No matter where you live, from listening to news on television or social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or even just listening anywhere, all you hear is bad news. And sometimes when we hear about bad news, we say, Lord, where are you? Lord, why? Come on, we gotta be honest. Lord, where are you? Why are you letting this evil happen? We can go to 2 Chronicles seven fourteen and recite that. You know, my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. God will hear from you. God will hear from you, he will listen. But God's timing is everything, my friends. And yes, if you have faith in God, listen, if you have faith in God, this wickedness that's happening God is allowing it, but he wants his people. He wants his people to repent. He wants everyone to repent. He wants the whole world to repent. So they call on him. And it's our duty as believers to be the light in this dark world, the salt in this world. We have to pray, we have to pray not only for our our loved ones, we have to pray for our fellow believers, but we gotta pray for our leaders. We got to pray for all leaders, from city, state, government, all. We have to pray for all. That's the only way, my friends. God puts nations together. God puts authority in place. We have to pray for our leaders. That's in Romans 12. It's also in 14. My friends, we have to pray for each other. Oh, prayer is everything. We can't change the world. We cannot change the world. The only way the world will change is you call on the Lord. Come on friends, don't give up on prayer. Lord God, I pray in the name of Jesus, bring healing and restoration to our nation. Oh, I pray for the peace of Israel in the name of Jesus. Just pray. I pray for my loved ones, Father God. In the name of Jesus, they will be saved because we are the final hour. We're in the last days, Lord. And I pray that the word of God will go forth. I pray the Holy Spirit will continue to convict the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment so that people will come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Lord God, I pray. My friends, pray. Don't give up on praying. Pray morning, noon, and night. I'm telling you, get on a schedule. Get on your knees. Pray morning, noon, and night. The scripture verses tell us, pray morning, noon, and night. Uh, The prophet Daniel prayed morning, noon, and night. I pray morning, noon, and night. I'm saying I pray without ceasing, my friends. You got to pray without ceasing. Oh, I don't want to vote now. No, vote. (laughs) Vote. You got an honor, you got a privilege, vote. But pray. Pray for your people. Pray for your nation. Pray for your city government. Pray for the teachers. Pray, pray, pray. It is the greatest weapon, I can tell you. It's the greatest weapon out there in spiritual warfare. Pray. It's not by might, it's not by power, it's by thy spirit, says the Lord. That's in Zechariah. Just pray. <laughs> Don't give up. Don't quit. Pray. I love praying. And I see results. Oh, I see results. I don't want to go, oh, let me get out of this country and go live somewhere else. I'm hearing that from people. Why? Because they have no faith in God. Where are you going to run to? Another country? They got their own crisis. They got their own inflation. They got their own uh, wickedness going on there. Don't think that you can just run from this place to that place because this has more problems than that problem. You can't run from things. You can't run from evil. Until the Lord takes you home, you're living in a world full of evil. Paul talks about that. That's why it's better for me to live for Christ than to die in vain. You know what I'm saying? That's how I say it. I wanna live for Christ because I'm not going to waste my life, feel like nothing matters, and I die, and what did I do? No, I'm going to be faithful until the Lord comes or until until I do die. He's coming. He is coming. You believe that, then don't give up. Run the race. Hang on. Keep pressing forward. Don't quit. Don't quit. Do not quit. Persevere. Hang on crown of glory is waiting for you if you can just hang on. We can do it together, my friends, if we pray for one another. Paul says, pray for me, pray, pray for me, pray that I may preach the word, pray that I may have bonus." Paul is in prison, pray for me, he says. He can't do it by himself. He needs prayer support. We need prayer support for each other. Listen, if you have prayer partners, get them, get them on the phone. Uh, get them on FaceTime, whatever you use, and say, Hey, we got to pray for our government. We got to pray for our family members. We got to pray for this. I get on the phone sometimes with my brothers, and, and we're, we're talking about something. It could be anything. I mean, we could be talking about the Lord through the whole conversation. But then all of a sudden, we bring up some issues we got to go through together or individually. And I said, let's, let's pray. We pray. Man, you can feel God working when you pray, my friends. Don't quit, don't give up. Prayer is the answer. So you can't flee to say, well, I'm getting out of this state. It's crazy. I'm going to go to this state. Okay, go to that state, whatever state it is. Guess what? There's crime there too. There's no safe place anywhere right now. The Bible says in the last days, evil will increase. Look, when you read what Jesus said would happen in the last days in Matthew 24 or Mark 13, or Luke chapter 22. You, you can look at all that and go, wow, this is what Jesus said is gonna happen in the last days. I, I read the gospels, I'm reading what Jesus said will happen in the last days, Matthew 24, Mark 13. Just go there, go to Luke 22, just read the gospel. Jesus is saying in the last days, there will be wars, rumors of wars. There will be all these famines. There will be earthquakes. People will, you know, not love you. They'll hate you. They'll throw you in prison. Nation will rise against nation, kingdoms against kingdoms. There'll be pestilence. There'll be diseases. Come on, we're experiencing it. And the only way to hang in there and to get through it is to pray. Yeah, That's not a cop-out. It's not a cop-out. I'm telling you, prayer is not a cop-out. I've been a Christian a long time. As a young kid going to Catholic schools all the way up, I've been a Christian, a believer in God all my life. And I'm here to tell you, prayers do work. It may not happen sometimes your prayer requests happen the moment you pray. But trust me, believe in God. Believe in God and he answers prayer. And he's a rewarder for those who diligently seek him. Hebrews 11, 6, just believe, have faith. He'll answer your prayers. Jesus prayed all the time. Come on, Jesus prayed all the time. So if Jesus is God, the Son of God, and he prays to the Father, you pray to the Father in Jesus' name and ask, and it will be given to you. Amen? Go into your prayer closet. Pray, because prayers do work. Prayers do work. Read Matthew 5 and 6. Just read those chapters and understand about praying. Blessed are those who... Oh, pray. Pray who more? Oh, praise the Lord. (laughs) Praise the Lord. I pray for you. I pray for all those who watch this program. I don't know you individually, but I pray for you. I say, Lord, bless the viewers and the hearers of the word on sharing the word. (laughs) Praise the Lord. So we know Things are going to get worse before they get better. I believe the revival, the worldwide revival is happening. It's going to get louder and louder and louder. Look, Bible says there will be signs in the heavens above, in the earth below. Look what the NASA telescope is showing you on TV. If that doesn't encourage you, I don't know what to say to you. But I'm here to tell you, God's showing the signs of his coming. Come on, the telescope that NASA has up, you watch watched the news. See, if you're watching the news, don't focus on the negative. Look at that beautiful galaxy they're showing. They have never seen anything like it. That's God revealing in the heavens of his creation. You can't tell me that's a big bang. Come on. A big bang is a TV program. Come on. Don't get me started. No, that's God. That's God's handiwork. Isn't that beautiful when you see that? That's like, wow, that's God. And I praise the Lord when I see that. See, praise and worship. That's praying. (laughs) Hallelujah. Just praise the Lord for that. And the world is going, hmm, is there a God? Yes, there is. Get your mind on God and not the things that are going on in this world. Friends are betraying each other. Family members are betraying each other. The Bible says that's going to happen in the last days. Come on. Son and dad, mom and daughter-in-law. I mean, come on on and on it goes. It says division will happen in your family. Don't be shocked. Look at me, look at me. Don't be shocked, trust me. (laughs) Hey, if you're a believer in Christ, don't be shocked. (laughs) It will happen. Hey, you can try to reach out and show them love, but guess what? Sometimes they ain't interested. The Bible says that's what's gonna happen. Love covers a multitude of sins. So before we take a break, let me just leave this thought to you. If you really believe in prayer and you pray in the spirit, you pray in tongues, you pray period, you're going to see miracles happen. Believe in miracles. Believe that God is God and you'll see some things happening. We're going to get into Psalm 55 right after this break. Welcome back. My friends, I'm a prayer warrior. I love praying. Those who know me, truly know me, (laughs) they know I love praying. I I just do. Um, God has blessed me. God has brought me through some, some trials that I've been through. And I know I would not have been able to get through it if I wasn't on my knees praying to God. the greatest apostles, the greatest teachers of the word of God always emphasized prayer. Prophets, judges, kings that were godly, the writers of the Bible, Old and New Testament, Jesus himself, listen to me, emphasized prayer. Everyone that you see in the Bible that was called of God went through some major trials, had opposition, had people betray them. Now we're going through these last days and the Bible says it very clearly, nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom, people against people. We're already talking another civil war politically now and that's gonna lead to violence but only prayer can get you through it. I'm just saying, do I want it? No, but scripture says it's gonna happen. Scripture says it's gonna happen. Famine, earthquake, pestilence, all kinds of things, it's happening. If you're reading the Bible, you're not gonna now deny the reality that God's word (laughs) is true. God's word is true. So when it says pray, pray on every occasion, with this in mind, keep on praying, even when your friends betray you, even when the world seems like you just wanna go somewhere else. So we're gonna look at Psalm 55. David, the greatest psalmist, Gives us some encouraging words. He gives us some factoids. He gives us going through some stuff. He's, God, he's a man after God's own heart. He's going through stuff. So he's starting off. Hear me and answer me. My thoughts trouble me. And I'm in, I'm in distraught. He says, I'm in anxiety. Verse 3. At the voice of the enemy, at the stairs of the wicked, for they bring down suffering upon me and revile me in their anger. He's the king, he's victorious in everything he's doing. And even when he's not doing anything against anybody, his family's betraying him. Just look at all the family relatives that served in his army, his nephews, his sons, come on. He had betrayals, (laughs) betrayals beyond betrayals. And then it says, uh, verse three again, at the voice of the enemy at the stairs of the wicked, for they bring down suffering upon me and revile me in their anger. Verse 4, My heart is in anguish within me. The terrors of death assail me. Fear and trembling have beset me. Horror has overwhelmed me. Look, if that's a prayer to God, take those kind of things and be just be straight up with God. Don't, don't do no ramblings and babblings. Say, Lord... I'm in pain. My family just betrayed me. My wife and I are fighting. Uh, My employer's doing this. Be upfront with God. He knows what you're gonna say before you say it. So be straight with God, okay? That's what David is. That's what I love about reading Psalms. It really gives you some good examples on how to pray to God. Verse six, I said, oh, that I had the wings of a dove. I would fly away and be at rest. I would flee far away and stay in the desert. I would hurry to my place of shelter. See, David's going through more trials again. Look, he ran from Saul. I mean, he's now, what, the son-in-law? I mean, come on, he already defeated Goliath. He's now head of his army. He's, you know, (laughs) I use the word, kicking butt and taking names. He is defeating all his enemies and Saul's getting jealous of that. Saul has killed thousands, David's tens of thousands. That right there just created a rift in the family. How many times have you seen your family members get jealous of God's favor on your life? Don't tell me it doesn't happen to, to, to you or to others. It does. You're a believer in Christ, and guess what? You've got family members that are jealous of your favor. they got a jealous eye on you. You can see that's what happened to David. Not only with Saul... But even amongst his own family, Absalom, I can go on. What happens when God calls you to do great things? What will happen? So David's prayer in Psalm 55 is, Lord, hear my, hear my, I'm going to paraphrase a little bit. Hear my prayer, oh God. I'm pleading with you. Come help me. Answer me. Everybody's staring at me. Everybody's coming and attacking me. I just wish I had wings so I could fly and get away so I don't have to be around these people. Do you ever feel that? I do. You ain't doing nothing to anybody and you feel like what am I doing? I'm just breathing. (laughs) I'm just living for God and you're attacking me. You're staring at me. You're spying on me. You're scoping me out. You're checking me out. Why? And you're you're scoffing, mocking, and ridiculing me. Why? Wishing my downfall. Why? (laughs) I ain't doing nothing to you. I'm not doing nothing to you at all. How many times do you feel that? That's what David is going through. He says, I would hurry to my place of shelter. Where's this place of shelter? Under the shadow of God's wings. Oh, my friends, the shelter of God. My refuge, my high tower, oh, my deliverer. That's my shelter. It ain't going to Gilligan's Island. It's not going to another country. It is getting under the shelter of God's wings. Hallelujah. Yes, when you feel like your best friend betrayed you, your spouse is not not there for you, your kids don't care about you, your neighbor doesn't care about you, your employer doesn't, nobody cares about you. Where are you gonna hide? Where are you gonna run? Run to the Lord. Oh, run to the Lord, my friends. Draw near to God, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. David goes on, Um, And he says, and he says in verse eight, I would hurry to my place of shelter far from the tempest and storm. Confuse the wicked, O Lord. Confound their speech, for I see violence and strife in the city. Day and night they prowl about on its walls. Malice and abuse are within it. He's talking about chaos and destruction going on in his own community. We're going through the same thing, my friends. The whole point of the Bible is to read the examples of what everyone went through so when we read it, we don't feel like we're the only ones there going through it. That's why I love reading the word. Whatever you experience, Jesus experienced. Listen to me. Whatever you experience in the flesh, Jesus experienced. And then he took upon everything you're going through and anything, everything you will go through Based on the beatings he took, according to Isaiah, by his stripes, we are healed. He took on all that beating for the present and the future of humanity. So yes, don't think, oh, Jesus wouldn't understand. Yes, he would. He'd been through it. Either the 33 years he lived on the earth, as well as the beatings he took while being nailed on the cross. So don't tell me God doesn't understand. He does. David goes on, he says, day and night they prowl about on the walls. Malice and abuse are within it. Destructive forces are at work in the city. Threats and lies never leave its streets. Come on, do you see that on TV? Do you hear about it? Yes. If an enemy were insulting me, I could endure it. I could. If a foe were raising himself against me, I could hide from him. But it is you a man like myself, my companion, my close friend with whom I once enjoyed sweet fellowship as we walk with the throng at the house of God. He is talking about family members betraying him, his best friends betraying him, his commanders betraying him. My goodness, when you now have your family members betraying you, mm-hmm. Your best friend who you went out to Applebee's with or the Chinese buffet with, wherever you go, Applebee's, Chinese buffet, Starbucks, and then all of a sudden they're gossiping and backstabbing you. Come on, people. Not, look, not everyone has a peaceful life. Not everyone's going to have, you know, a merry-go-round lifestyle where everybody loves them and everybody, you know, this ain't Mr. Rogers' neighborhood where everybody gets along. It's not happening. Jesus warned us about this. So I'm telling you, David is talking, he's a man of God. He's a man of God. And he's saying, even my own best friend betrayed me. He's not just talking about Absalom or or anybody else. You know, Joab is his nephew. He's in charge of his army. Come on, betrayal. His relatives. Joseph had betrayed with his brothers. His brothers betrayed Joseph, threw him in a sister. So if David is the king and has his own children and nephew, nieces, family members betraying him as king, then don't sit here and think, oh, poor pitiful me. No, we all will go through that because the enemies truly come from within your home. The Bible says so. So don't be shocked, but pray, pray and show love of Christ, okay? Let me close with this, we only got a few minutes to go. Here we go. He says, um, verse 15, let death take my enemies by surprise. Let them go down alive to the grave, for evil finds lodging among them. But I call, let me close with this, verse 16. But I call to God, and the Lord saves me. Evening, morning, and noon, I cry out, in distress, (laughs) and he hears my voice. That's the whole point I wanted to say. David cried out, no matter what he was going through, he cried out morning, noon, and night. And guess what? The Lord heard his prayers. Look, if you're going through some stuff, which you are, (laughs) I, I I, I go through some stuff, cry out to the Lord morning, noon, and night. God will hear your prayers. Believe that he exists and he rewards those who seek him. Come all who are weary and heavy laden and he will give you rest. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Humble thyself before the Lord and he will what? Lift you up. So my friends, David went through some stuff. Isaiah went through some stuff. Jonah went through some stuff, was swallowed by a whale. Come on, we all will go through some things. Jesus went through the wilderness. We all will go through some things and be tempted by the devil. I am praying that this message also encourages you, inspires you to recognize you're not alone. You're you're not the only one that's been through this. Jesus been through it. He's been through all the things that we will ever go through because he was crucified on the cross and rose from the grave. My friends, I've been through stuff and I know more stuff is coming, but I know I still have the victory because I'm going to hang on, persevere and believe and believe that I'm victorious in Christ. You're not a victim. You're victorious. Remember that. May God give you strength. May God give you courage and boldness so that you can hang on and persevere under trial. May God bless you. May God preserve you sanctify you, fill you with his love as you go through these difficult times. And know, I'm praying for you too. May God bless you. Join me again on another episode of Sharing the Word.